You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. I'm body organ. Rearranger. You feel my With Jay Dubs and Rocky. And Nora. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit Studios in Rockin' Royal Oak, Michigan. Be sure to find us at podcastdetroit.com. What time is it? It's Nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. It's hump day. Happy hump, hump day. day. Jackie's over hump here blaring music <laughs> from her cell phone. I, no cell phones on <laughs> in the studio. I'm not. What's the matter with you? you she was blaring music. Blaring music. <laughs> what are you talking you are blaring about? Music. She no. doesn't even oh. understand. Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. You have to stay after school. Oh, I mean, she literally God. is the people like on the commercials, the... On the Geico commercials, when they're like, "That's not how this works." When they got, <laughs> I invited my friends work. over to look at my photos from on my wall, and they've got all the pictures posted on the wall. Oh, and then I got that invitation. Yeah, oh, you did. I, I didn't get the. I didn't get the invite. No. I think it's still coming by like horse and buggy, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> but then when the lady looks at, she goes, "I unfriend you." <laughs> it's like literally my favorite. Maybe that's what happened to you. That's probably what no happened. I didn't get the invite. Yeah. About. What no. wall are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> my point. Good my exactly. point. Wait a minute. Exactly. I, Nora set up my phone. So. I thought I did it, but I guess I didn't. I'm no, sorry. You, I just I don't got know yelled at anything for doing about this. you. See, now, Rocky. What? So should she not have that on? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, she can have it on, but she had a, she has the volume on. You had music you had going. Your volume oh, full tone, and everyone can hear it what we're doing. It was somebody bring me but like a minute <laughs> behind <laughs> schedule. That was yeah. not that, that, Sorry. Oh, I apologize for the confusion. Oh, okay, sure you yeah. do. All right. Anyway, welcome yeah. back, Rocky. Thanks, well, guys. Rocky. I missed you guys. Uh, you did not. Rocky. She missed me. I did. I she did was in New York. York. She didn't miss us. Yeah. Okay. So how was New yep. York? So what it was amazing. Tell it us everything. Great. Tell Come us everything. On. So basically, this is probably the second most important trip of my career. Like that. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Like that's how. Like so. Like the whole I, what time, was the first one meeting Tommy for yeah. the first time, and meeting meeting Tommy and Frankie. Yeah. So like those were the you know two biggest things, and then going out there and and doing this. So I was so nervous the entire time, like <laughs> literally shitting myself. This time, every yes, really? like okay. I think I was probably. I mean, you can ask these guys here. I was probably a monster like the week before to deal with. Yeah. I was actually yes. like really the whole year leading yeah. up to it. <laughs> Actually, I know we only found out the only, found out the only three weeks so yeah. far, but yeah. you know, 
Yeah, no, yeah. No. But anyway, go ahead. But no, yeah, so it was really, really stressful. Um, but it went great. Everything went off. Like, it was just, it was amazing. Like, it really was. I Well, why were you in New York? So yeah. I was, well, a bunch of different reasons, mm-hmm. actually. So I was yes. there because I was meeting um, the uh, girl who was taking over my project so with the publishing company so um she's they're kind of transitioning so we were already backed by the publishing company but now they're kind of taking a bigger like stance with our deal and everything and they're kind of gonna she's gonna be my new point person basically and and kind of directing the project as it goes so Mm -hmm. if she didn't like me you know or whatever and i mean we've already been communicating through our label so she kind of had a feel for me had a feel for the music and you know, so I knew she was kind of on board, but you know, meeting somebody in person is just yeah. totally different over, yeah. than over the internet. So, but it went great. We got, we clicked like immediately, which was awesome. And it, I I love Tommy and Frankie to death, but I'm so excited to have a woman. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so we we shot a music video while we were there, and just she's coming over, fixing my shirt, making sure my hair is good. I'm like, those two guys yeah. are over there going, it's fine. Yeah. What do you, you, you know? Great. It's fine. You know. <laughs> like, so it was just so nice to have. Mm-hmm. Like another woman as and a part of the project, so I'm I'm just pretty I'm excited. So, I'm on cloud nine. Yeah, what's so, the project? The, yeah. So okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I even have this pulled up because I didn't want to forget anything. <laughs> um. So yeah. So my song Center of Gravity got picked up for <gasps> yes, a children's yay. movie. So yeah, we've been sitting on this information for a while. So I'm really excited to finally say that this is happening. So the movie is called Arctic Dogs. I am the song is like the closing. It's like. So when the credits roll for like at the end of the movie, it's the first song you'll hear at the end of the movie. Wow. So yeah, so I'm really excited Amazing. about it. Thanks. Yeah, right. yeah, so Cute. yeah, thanks. Ooh, like a so, real movie, a yeah, movie. like a real Out movie. There. So a real movie, like, go to yeah, a big theater. little kid movie. Yeah, yeah, so it's called Arctic Dogs, and who's in it? Um, so Jeremy Renner is the main character. He plays Swifty the Fox, um, and Heidi Klum's in it. Alec Baldwin's Ooh, in it. Very Franco. Yeah, it's got Jeez. a huge wow. cast. So I'm like yeah. super, super. Excited, that so, is yeah. Very so exciting. we shot a music video for Center of Gravity while we were there because we did a remix version for the movie. Um, and what what will happen with the video? Like, yeah. is that done or, or? Uh, it should be done? I should get a uh, like a copy of it today, so okay. we'll see. Like, so it's just like the first draft, and then we'll you know make changes if When's necessary. The movie, coming out? Uh, the movie comes out November first. Oh, it so, does. Yeah, so it comes out November first. Wow. So, yeah, so really this is excited. happening yeah. like right it's like now. Yes. Wow. I know we've been sitting on this we for so long. We have to do a premiere party. We yeah, don't we have do. that much time. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. I told him I was like, "Do I get to unleash <laughs> the Jackie yet?" Because she's been dying <laughs> with this information <laughs> to the herself. Jackie and Nora. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so no, I'm really I'm excited so about it. You. Congratulations! Your dreams are coming true. I know. Yeah, amazing. So yeah, so I'm excited. Congratulations to Tommy and yeah. Exactly. Yeah, bulldog, um, and we're going to have Tommy on the show October thirtieth. He's yes, going to be I'm calling very in from New York. excited to have him on the show. Oh, just before the premiere yeah, of the yeah. show. Yes. Oh, perfect oh, timing. It is so. perfect timing. Well yeah. done. Yeah, well, be... that, that wasn't planned. <laughs> so perfect. Um, wasn't planned. Well, congratulations. <laughs> now, is there going to be like a hard copy of the music, or um, well, so is we, it all digital? It's or? all digital. I know okay. that the song will be on the soundtrack. And um, Jeremy Renner, who plays the main character, he's um, going to be like, like I think he actually wrote most of the soundtrack. I think my song is the only outside song. Like he, he's responsible for like a 
good portion of the soundtrack. Okay. So he wrote most of the songs. I think they needed one closing song, and that's when Center of Gravity got picked wow, up. Wow, so, no. Yeah, so very yeah. nice. So, have you met him yet? Jeremy? No, I haven't met anybody. You haven't I haven't met anybody. I, no, <gasps> I followed them all on Instagram and everything. So I know mm. I'm really, really pushing. I'm like, so the premiere is like in LA, and it's going to be, you know, December 31st or November 1st, like whatever. And I just keep like, Pushing it, <laughs> like right. so I can get in. Well, the premiere, the premiere is before the movie, right? Yeah, but I think it's like the week before, like just a couple days before the movie. Actually, like it's the oh. premiere. It's like the movie comes out, and I, th- it's not like I don't. They're not doing like a big thing where they're doing like a tour or anything. It's just like the premiere. There's one in LA, and that's it. Oh, so wow. well, we could have one in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we but I don't do think that. we'll get Heidi Klum and Jeremy Renner. You never James know. Like, never say never. never. We could get Wallace. That's it. We don't. Yeah, okay, <laughs> we could get other people. Yeah. We'll you know, invite. We'll invite. Invite them mm-hmm. if they want to come. Frankie right. walk the red Yeah, there we go. There we go. They're going to be like, who are these? Yeah. And we'll we'll fly Tommy in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, he, he'd get the people, yeah. 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 No, okay. you'll fly him in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. So yeah. that's, that'd be cool. That's just great. No, but I'm serious. If we can do a premiere in Detroit for you and Frankie, I think that's huge. Yeah, I doubt Frankie will be there, but. Why? <laughs> no. Because he's just like, like that. I We'll have, I know, to, we'll have to drag this, him out. I, no, I think he by has his to, beard. He has to be there because this is the. I know this is the setup for the next. She's big putting one it out there. You, right. All right. I yeah, we're putting it out there. there. We're yes. not saying yeah. we're, we're not saying no. We're right. going to put it out there and yeah. wait for it to come to us. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. We're going to put I our like positive that. energy we out there. We don't wait for anything though. Yeah, that's true. Well, I was pretending, but we to shut me up. Right. Very exciting news. I'm really excited. I appreciate it. Yeah, I was excited to. Come back Mama and share Jer- it. So, Mama Jer is excited. Mm-hmm. Proud yeah. mom. Yeah. yeah. Excited. This week, last week, we were fighting. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's how it <laughs> is, week right? We to kill her. Yeah. 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 And, and, and we're, what, we're due for a fight in about 35 minutes. So, <laughs> 35 minutes? No, let's wait till after the show. Okay? Um, but, well, that's really cool. Anything Thanks. you can tell us about the movie here? Have you seen? I've seen the trailers. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I've watched the trailers and stuff. Uh-huh. They're all online. So, I'll be posting those. So, yeah. So, I've only been just given the okay to like talk about it. So yeah. they dropped the single while I was in New York. So for the movie. So now, where, oh yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. No, no. Where'd the song come from originally? Um, it's a uh, Frankie Turner, Frankie mm-hmm. Jason Turner, who I work with. It was his, he started writing the song and then we went to Nashville and, and finished it and uh, wrote it down there. Uh, with our producer Matcharu, and then it's it's on my record, like it's right. been on my record. Okay. And then um, they were having lunch, and she needed a song, so Tommy sent Center of Gravity over. She was like, "Do you have anything that'll be good for this?" Blah blah blah. He sent the song over, and she was like, "Yeah, okay." So this the, is the, the one. timing wow. was just yeah, perfect. Yeah, it was. It was just perfect. Yeah, it works. So, See, yeah, putting it out there, putting it out there, right? Wow. Yeah, so it's been. And Frankie is a partner with Tommy. Bain, yeah, we're signed you know. to the right. two of them. Yeah, okay. and we're Zemboda. backed by the publishing company BMG. So right, right, so, amazing. We're all in bed together, really. Right. So it's <laughs> <laughs> not it's in front a big bed. <laughs> she comes once in a while, but you know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> there we go. Eric, the fight is going to start now. I mean, it's huge news, and um, I think this could be just a big game changer. Yeah, you never and it's know. It's exciting you know? for everybody. Yeah, you know, for just don't all forget of you guys. the little people. Yeah, don't forget us. And Ooh, don't forget what little people. I don't even. <laughs> Nora and I. The oh, and Jackie. little people. Because yeah. this one over here is scary <laughs> as hell. So she, forget shit, she is so. little. Yeah, <laughs> the little scary Italian lady. Oh, please. All right. Well, yes. welcome back. Thanks. I'm um, glad the trip went good, and you seem to um, be able to. Uh, 
maneuver through New York with no problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, so oh you, I was taking the train like that, and the bus. I, and oh, my God. Yeah. I would be standing on the, I'd be standing on the corner going, I don't know where oh, I'm Oh, at. my God. No, I, I had to figure it out. Because she was not getting back till like 2 or 3 in the morning. You know, she doesn't stay out past 9 o'clock. Grandma's got to go better. Yeah. I'm sorry. And but she was, um, was like, you were working with we a couple writers and a vocal coach yes. there, right? Yep. Yeah. Did you stay up past your bedtime? I did. Almost mm. every night. No, seriously. She was yes. getting back like at two in the morning and I would be like, where are you? Old, man. <laughs> yeah, no, but I navigated. I did well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, I got there and I had time. So like I got there early because our flight situation, we wanted to make sure I could get in and get a flight. So I took the first flight out, got on the plane. And then, um, so I was there super early. I couldn't check into my Airbnb until three o'clock. So I had so much time to kill. So I was like, well, I'll just do this like a New Yorker. And I brought my Metro card from the time I was there before. Uh, Shouts out to Adrian because he hooked me up (laughs) the first time I was there and got me on the train and everything. So um, he uh, so I had my Metro card. And so I was like, all right, I can either do this and like an Uber, but I have so much time to kill before I can even check in. So I was like, I'll just take the train and get lost and figure it out. It'll be fine. So I did. The only thing is my bags were so freaking heavy. (laughs) (laughs) And so like I and I don't like escalators and I for like I I can do them going up but I cannot do them, especially with luggage going down. Like I just, I am too afraid. So I, I have, cannot even imagine a bunch of New Yorkers behind. They were you. so annoyed with me. Oh, I am pretty oh sure people were mumbling yep. push profanity under yeah. my breath. Did you well, just pretend not to speak English? I was just kind of like, sorry, you know, and like I'm obviously very Midwest, you know, and I'm just like, I'm so sorry, I'm in your way. You're like like I'm like, you know, I feel so. And it, at one point, yeah. some guy, like I was taking too long to get. I got there in rush hour, oh, so oh. I was taking like too long to get down the stairs. So some guy literally just grabbed my big bag out of my hand. And I thought I was being robbed at first. I was like, oh, my God, how do I explain this? I've been here for five minutes. And like, and so though the guy like came, grabbed my big bag out of my hand and literally just set it down. Didn't say a thing to me. Like, didn't oh, say anything. So, it was like, so that just worked out well. Oh, I did. I was like, thank you. I got on his train and left. Get out of my way. Yeah, I know. Basically, I was like, okay. But that is the thing. Like, I, I mean, everyone knows I love New York. It's no secret. But I love love the fact that like first of all people there are very nice like they're very honest and they're like if you give attitude they give it right back to you no one puts up with anything and but like they're always like f you you know like there's road rage and the guy's just kind of like <laughs> I'm, I'm on the sidewalk this guy rolls down his window is halfway outside of his car and he's like fuck you yelling at this guy and this oh the guy gosh. who's cutting him off or whatever is just like yeah you know <laughs> no one's faced by it i'm like this is amazing <laughs> People were so nice. And then I was like trying to figure out because the other thing is like, you know, there's there's elevators to get you down into the subways, but they say handicap. And I'm like one of those people. I'm like, I will not park in a handicap spot, like not even just because it's illegal. Like I just it's just bad juju. You know what I mean? I just right. won't do that. So I was like, I'm not going to use the handicap elevator because it's handicap, you right. know, and the the c- conductor of the train was like, come here. He's like, I've watched you struggle this entire time. <laughs> He goes, you are handicapped. He goes, I was like, he was like, walk around and there's an elevator to take you up, go all the way up. This is your stop. Like he looked at where I needed to go and he's like, you gotta go all the way up. And I was like, okay, I was like, I can use those though. Like it's not, he goes, Yes, you can use them. They're for everybody, but you know, if there's a handicapped person, you obviously have to make room for the I was like, okay. All right. So I was like, okay. And after but the only thing was that that was my that was my stop. (laughs) So I was done. Like I didn't have to get on any more trains or anything. So I'm walking through it. Two buses and two trains to get where I had to go, and I was just like, okay. 
But, but you love New York. But That's I love New York. So, so it doesn't overwhelm you then? No. Mm-hmm. Well, it does, but it's a good overwhelm uh-huh. thing. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. like an idiot. Like I'm sitting there with all my luggage. It's standing room only on the train and I've just got this dumbass smile on my face. I'm like just so excited to be there. And people are like looking at me like, oh my God, it's she's 930 crazy. and she's drinking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so you like, may have overpacked. You know what? That's the thing. I did not pack enough. Yeah. Like I needed, she had to go buy stuff. I did well, actually buy stuff for my video, video shoot, shoot and everything. You don't else know what? Yeah, you don't know what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. now but, for the video shoot, I know we're going to get onto the interview here, but mm-hmm. um, did they have like a storyboard done for it, or how did we kind of, kind of? Um, and the guys who did the video were amazing because they were just it was so last minute and they just pulled it off and put it together really well. So the hard thing was because it's for this movie. It's like I can't be full blown like Rocky. So it's like we had to kind of like. It had to be kind oh, of PC, you know yeah, what I mean? Right, you know, yeah. and like, not that I'm overly whatever, but you know, I have yeah. a little darkness. I like a little mm-hmm. edge in my video, so we had to kind so of. So the really... bitch couldn't get the last. No, word. she could not. <laughs> okay, let me tell you, she tried to get the last word. But she could not get the last word. Okay. They kept getting the last word. So, um, so yeah, but the video videographers did amazing. We were at this. Really Where was cool... the video shoot? Uh, it's in Queens, so like right next to Manhattan, and they found this really cool. Like it's like it's a film studio, so they have all these different rooms with different sets in them. Oh, okay. So it's really cool. Mm. It's really cool. Cool oh, I facility. can't wait to see yeah, it. Yeah, so it should be cool. So it's it's not like it's, you know, I, I like a little edge, I like a little darkness and, you know. It's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie, yeah. so I had to be like. So did they take here, some you know? of your ideas, though, and yeah, incorporate them yeah, some and, way? And, and okay. so I, but I mean, I knew what I was getting. I knew what it had to be. So it was like I just kind of let them take the lead. And the video guys did a great job putting everything together. And just even the way that they were filming was really cool. Some of the stuff that they were doing I've never seen before. So it was pretty. Oh, so learning. Yeah, good so experience. it was. Yeah, yeah, good. So now, it was cool. now, can you tell us a little bit about the movie or no, not really? Um, yeah, I mean, I can tell. I, I only know from what I've seen from the trailers that everyone can see online. So it's, um, it's about um, – actually, I haven't even pulled up here because – I didn't want to – I'm, like, so afraid. I'm, like, I don't want to give misinformation. Like, where's my song exactly in the movie? I don't want people to, you know, be excited when it's, like, you know, there's only two seconds of it in the very end. So (laughs) I got all my facts. So it's the first – it's the first song, like, as the movie's ending. Mm -hmm. And then – so it's about a fox who wants to be an Arctic dog, like a sled dog. So – and then he's got to save the day because there's – there's, like, a bad guy who's, like, releasing this toxic stuff into the – universe or whatever into the atmosphere and he's got to go save the day and oh, so it's cool. like yeah it's it's a cute cute movie so i'm excited to see it and wow so yeah that's how it. exciting and your you name's will, your name will be in the credits hopefully I, I think so right it should be i don't know right <laughs> yeah no it's screen. exciting on the big well, screen if it's not we'll just well, be well, so i just want to know i want to know is your name on the check yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I think I owe some people some money right yeah. now. <laughs> well, so I got some people be asking me yeah, 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 yeah. that uh, East River over there. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, I well, congratulations. got to get the people their money, you know. Congratulations. Uh, and, yeah, um, maybe Frankie will come and sit in when Tommy, he when should. we have Tommy on. Yeah. That would be should. great if all of you guys were here, John Paul. Yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah. I'm gonna be in, I think I'm going to be in New York then. Oh. oh. On so the I'll 30th? Be Tommy. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. Oh. <laughs> this is all about him, not you. Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Okay, that's mm-hmm. right. You might be in New York, too. Yeah. So I think we need to get ready. Get Let's get ready. ready. Are you 
you guys are listening to The Nooner Show. We appreciate your support, and we hope you get inspired to take a leap of faith. Don't forget to subscribe to The Nooner Show wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at The Nooner Show or like us on Facebook. And our show today is sponsored by The Parlor in Hadley, Michigan, the music-themed pizzeria where pizza rocks. And then we actually have the parlor OG in the house. That's right. Jessica, Jessica Pace is here. She's slinging dough yeah. at the parlor. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Jessica Jessica Leanna Guida formerly Pace. Yeah. <laughs> Two years later. Get, okay. get, your, get the general manager's name right. I know. Yes. Right. Okay. What's up, Jessica? It's alright. You'll do onions later. <laughs> Damn it. She knows what to do. Yeah. What a boss. Love it. It was what? six words. That she, she, was she, does, she doesn't care Sorry. about yeah. the movie. <laughs> All right, guys. And also from the makers of Dope Water, if you can be anything, why not be dope? That's right. Yeah. This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Albert Einstein once said, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift. Many people have intuition, but often dismiss it. Our guest today is Art Riley, a well-known and respected astrologist and psychic from Mount Clemens, Michigan, who learned in an early age that he had a gift of intuition. Art moved from his home country of the Ukraine in 1995, and like many high school graduates, he was figuring his out out his future with no definitive plan in place he knew he loved music and had the ability to hear the melody in his head before it was created in fact many talented musicians claim that the music they write often comes from the spirit above this is known as clairvoyant art was the go-to person with his friend group for making personal predictions and that turned into readings as word of mouth spread he was getting inundated with requests for private readings. As the demand increased, he realized he had something special to offer. He embraced the spiritual gift and learned more about it, eventually turning his passion into a thriving business with his mission being to use his magic in readings to help people find their sense of direction. Welcome to the Nooner Show. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you guys for having me. We're excited. We are. I'm excited too. We actually yeah. had quite a few people that wanted to come. Oh, yeah. We don't normally even have this many right. people. Um, but but we can't get rid of Gina and Nori here. So <laughs> she tried to sacrifice me, but I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, so this is we've never had a psychic on the show. Yeah, it's so not it's, a typical job. No, <laughs> and you were saying before the show that you're. The one that usually asks the question. Right, so right. now you're on the other side. Um, but take us back to how you, like childhood and sort of lead us through the journey. How it kind of, of, yeah, how, yeah. It, got how you discovered your gift. Um, so it started probably when I was five, as most young children do. They have like, quote unquote, imaginary friends. And they're not really so imaginary because imagination isn't always a thing when it comes to the spiritual stuff. So children usually are talking to somebody. And as time goes by, we kind of suppress that or society tells us not to, but society never told me not to. So just kind (laughs) of stayed open, I guess I would say. Um, That being said, I, when I was about 15, I went to see a therapist and she thought I was a little bit schizophrenic. Uh, She was, she I told her I kept hearing voices, I kept seeing things, and I, you know, then one day she actually said, what do you hear? 
I told her, um, this is your grandfather, Bill. And he says, Ooh, really? <laughs> you wow. said that to yeah. How long had you been going to the therapist before you? <laughs> One hit? session. Wow. One session. She oh, already, wow. like, she already prejudged the whole situation. Because uh-huh. it did. I told her, you know, did, I hear voices. Was this your idea to go for therapy? Or yes, this was my idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. oh okay. okay. Well, what did your parents think at that time? They didn't really know what to think because mm-hmm. back from where I'm from, Ukraine, and it's not being being a psychic or this kind of – it's like gypsy work. So it's yeah. like scams or things mm-hmm. like that. It's not like a good good reputation. So to was have. this in the Ukraine or in the United States? This was here. The, oh, so yeah, you had already come here. to the United States. Yes. And you land in therapy. And I <laughs> Welcome to the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Sit in this chair. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. It's yeah. the American dream, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 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 So, yeah. so let's, let's go back to that story because that's yeah. really interesting. Well, yeah. So she kind of, you know, her mouth dropped and no eyes got big and she started crying a little bit and did, she was kind of speechless. She didn't know what to say. So I told her, yes, this is what I'm hearing, but this isn't like a voice in my head. This is an external voice that I'm hearing. Uh, so... I really didn't get much results from that, and time kind of went by, and, you know, I would see things, hear things, feel things. Um, But then when I was 16, my own grandmother passed away, and I wasn't there when she passed, but I remember I was in the movie theater, and I got up around 9 o'clock, and I went to the bathroom, and I put water on my face, and I looked in the mirror. My grandmother was standing behind me. Wow. Where she was in the hospital at Royal Oak Beaumont. Wow. Wow. So I automatically knew, and it was about 9.02 when that happened. I remember looking at the clock, and she said goodbye to me. And I went home that night, and I asked my parents, what time did she pass? She said they pronounced her dead at 9.01. Wow. So oh, she, <laughs> she did. Wow. She was, yeah, yeah, no, no kidding. kidding. She definitely went really quick to She came yeah. to find you Sterling immediately. Sterling Heights. Yeah. 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 It's a short trip. Yep. No traffic. Yeah. <laughs> now, what— what did you think was going on with you at that time? Like, how did you figure out that you weren't schizophrenic mm-hmm. and that this was really something you had to get? Well, you know, I really had no idea what it was because it just seemed so normal. Like, it was back then, and now I kind of have more control of it, but back then I would talk to people like me and you are talking. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I probably couldn't even tell that they were passed over. Wow. Um, mm. So... I guess what came about was when I was about 21, let's say, for legal references and started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, 21. 21. Yeah. 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 Disclaimer. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I'd be at a bar and I'd have a couple beers and all of a sudden I turn and look at somebody who's probably even like three times the size of me and probably shouldn't approach to a bar. And I'd run up to them and be like, your grandmother wants me to tell you this, this, and this. Or, oh, and then I'd disappear. And then I'd look back and my friends are like, you just made that grown man biker guy cry. Wow. And then I was like, okay, maybe I should probably stop doing that. It's not <laughs> good for a bar situation. Uh, <laughs> like how often did you do that? Oh, like every, t- every time. <laughs> really? Like three, four times did a Did your night. friends wow. think that, hey, this is yeah. a fun <laughs> trick? Like, hey, yeah. let's take him to the bar. Right? They might have. They might have. Right? Like, come keep on. buying him drinks. Let's right. keep buying him drinks like, we bar hopped only because right. we had to go to the next one exactly. oh, to get out of there. Yeah, first yeah. One. <laughs> but uh, then I just, I guess I started listening to it more and embracing it more. And I would 
have lots of people and, you know, I'd talk to somebody and I'd just be like, they'd bring up something that happened. I'd be like, oh, your grandmother's right here. Your brother's right here. And they're telling you this. And I just kind of kept giving messages. And I went for my first psychic reading around 19 too. And they told me that this is something I should do. So about 20, I went into business and I always worked at like shops and fairs Mm -hmm. and I worked out in Vegas and I worked in different areas and I have clients now all over the world, all over Europe and the U.S. Did you you ever think about not doing it? Were you ever like, were you ever scared? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always was. If you would have asked me back in high school, Mm -hmm. like, hey, do you ever think about being a psychic? I would probably never have guessed that I would mm-hmm. be doing this, which now is ironic. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Does it like, okay, so when you were young and these, you know, you were seeing things and hearing things, were you afraid? Because I feel like, I don't know, we have a very old building and I'm like, dear God, please don't, no one come up. I don't want to see anything. You know, like, I'm scared to death of like, you know, like I will drop dead immediately. Like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Uh, I guess I wouldn't say necessarily afraid more because they are still people. Yeah. Um, so if, if you're not afraid of people, you really wouldn't be afraid of when they're passed on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's such an interesting it, way to put right. it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's a, yeah. Okay. Wow. That just changed like everything, yeah. literally, right. when you said yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I guess it can be very heavy. It okay. It can be very heavy. So even when I work with clients, I might have, for example, like their father passed and their mm-hmm. father wasn't a great man and he comes through and he's asking for forgiveness or, oh, wow. you know, and I, I realized that even through death, we don't stop. We don't stop mm-hmm. growing. We don't stop living our lessons. And that that's when it gets heavy. Yeah. That's when it gets heavy because of whatever reasons or whatever happened yeah. to that person. And I'm just the messenger. You. You yeah. Know? So how did you take that and turn it into a business? Uh, you know, I in generally I never wanted to do this as a business. I would like to do it for free or just to talk to people, mm-hmm. just to help guide people. But um, I, what I did was I took the leap of faith where I was working three jobs, including doing this on the side. And then one day the, I was told to just go ahead and make this a full-time business. Wow. Charge a price, be fair about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have to survive and live. Mm-hmm. And... So I rented out my studio in Mount Clemens and just all through word of mouth. And Wow. wow. I'm a what? firm believer yeah. in, the, in this too. Like you, you deserve to be compensated for what you're doing. Right. Like I, I feel like there's always – and like I, I know there's always a stigma attached to things like, like okay, I'm a, I, I like Joel Osteen. I love like listening to his sermons and everyone's like, oh, he drives these cars and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, he's good at what he does. He deserves to be compensated appropriately. Right. Right. And it's the same with what you're doing. You're doing something good. You deserve to mm-hmm. be compensated. Right. And I try to keep it fair too. Yeah. So. But you deserve to be. Now your family. Rolling into Bentley. But- right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your, like, oh, he's good. Okay. Your, yeah. Your family, once they right. began, began to understand that this was something that you had how you know how were they because you said in the ukraine right Right. this is not something that they're open to and so your family being from the ukraine right uh they you know they understand to a little bit they don't ask too much um i think they they're more like okay so he had to have gotten this from somebody i was right yeah Yeah. Yeah. anybody else in the family i don't know so maybe they don't talk about it they don't talk about it yeah Yeah. so maybe Grandma had a little right, secret and or just something didn't and didn't yeah. know or or did know and just never. So they kind of are 
They're they're supportive, and don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. They're just more well, whatever you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how is something you do? Yeah, he likes what he's doing. He's helping people. That's all that matters. How do mm-hmm. you deal with um, non-believers? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that that mm. because you know I I grew up and I was in like you know the Baptist church and mm-hmm. and that type of thing, and it's like normally you know people are saying, oh, you went to a psychic. Oh, that's not. You know, how can you believe anything they're saying or that type? And I've never, I've never gone to a psychic. Mm -hmm. I've never wanted to, but I had a sister, my sister, she would go every now and then and she would be like, oh, you told me that. And I always would be curious about Mm -hmm. it, but I feel like I'm kind of in the, in the non-believer, you know, half and half. Half half, Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. So how do you deal with that? Well. Well, on a side note, I do get a lot of hate mail, and wow, <laughs> a lot really? of people say I'm like yeah. with the yeah. like devil worshiping or yeah. things like that. Uh, no, it's actually very different. Uh, you know, when it comes to psychic readings, if I do read like tarot or any kind of cards, I don't ever say you have to do this mm-hmm. or this is what's going to happen because mm-hmm. I really believe life is your own choose your own adventure book, mm-hmm. and I can see more or less how things will play out, and. You know, I might have someone come to me and they say, you know, is this a relationship that's right for me? I can just say no or yes, Mm -hmm. but I like to talk about why it's not right for you or what the purpose of it is or why to grow from this or what to learn from this. That's more. So you go a little bit deeper into it. Yeah. Right. I don't just say, yes, this is going to happen or this, this and this will happen like the old fortune telling Mm -hmm. kind, which Mm -hmm. I very much can, but I've realized that doesn't help in any kind of situation. I feel like you've taken it to another level. Yeah, you almost sound like you're combining sort of life coach. Right. Right. That's really what it is. Um, And that's, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. That's what I noticed when I went through your website and and your Facebook page Mm -hmm. is it it was a little different than what I've seen with psychics. Right. And I know normally even clients of mine, I don't see them once a week or I don't ever say like, come back in two months and I'll Mm -hmm. tell you the rest or it's more, I want to give you the tools and information to help you on your journey to help you. I like, I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to, when it comes to a lot of non-believers, when they say, how can you communicate to spirits that have passed on? Mm -hmm. So I, I go the scientific logical route where we are all matter and we are all energy Mm -hmm. and we cannot be created nor destroyed, only transform. Mm -hmm. Right. So when we pass on, we are transformed into a different energy. And when we live in a higher, vibrational field, a higher form of enlightenment, we are able to tap into those energies. So anybody, even anyone at this table can do what I do. Hmm. It's just more like tuning into it. How, which leads me to my, a question. You know, sometimes you get uh, you get a feeling like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going out to dinner. I should really pack another shirt or I should, mm-hmm. you know, pair, throw another pair of shoes in the car, whatever. And then you don't do it. You blow it off. Like, why would I do that? I'm just going to dinner. And then you wish you did. And then yeah. you wish you did. Like, is that similar? Like, That's how, exactly it. Yeah. We're, that's exactly uh-huh. it. Uh, we were talking uh, about that. Yeah, exactly. Anybody have any questions? I'll <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's, your, that's your own intuition. But that's, yeah, uh-huh. exactly. And sometimes, you know, I sometimes I listen to my own, but yeah. lots of times I just... But like, I think not. we all have... Well, I mean, we all have intuition. Right. Absolutely. And that's going to be my... It's like when you get to the point when it's like you have... Either you have a drink. Cause that's what I was going to ask you too. Do you ever dream something and then you're like, oh, I need to tell this person, uh, you know, in maybe not to fly or something like that. Right, right. Know? In dreams, in a way. So what 
One thing I do is I do scrying, which is where you take a bowl of pewter or a bowl made out of pewter and Mm -hmm. fill it with water and you put oil into it Mm -hmm. and you look into it. And this is how like Nostradamus did all his predictions. Um, Really? And I can ask about someone or I can ask about world events and then I'll then I'll call them if I have a premonition or a vision or something for them. And usually usually I don't. I do it for a lot of world predictions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But. If I do truly feel guided to tell someone and reach out to them, I definitely will. Mm-hmm. And have it, you ever had somebody that you couldn't read? No. Really? No. I have a. Oh, wow. You getting anything yeah. here? <laughs> Who's he wants here? to meet with you, Alex. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you tell bad news? Mm. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. you do. Don't tell any bad news. I mean, <laughs> if you're, if you're going to tell them, it's got it can't be all goodness and light. And right. Yeah, I guess. Anyway. Well, and sometimes it's got you know maybe it's going to help you make a, a decision, like guide yeah. your path True. or make a change. Or yeah. Well, yeah. when it comes to bad news, so I'll tell you the bad news, but I'm not just going to leave you there. I mm-hmm. will look to see if there's a solution or how we can avoid oh, okay. it. Mm-hmm. So I have um, my cards will tell you like, hey, you have a police officer next to you, so go check your lights and don't speed for the next month. Okay. Mm. Rocky could use it. (laughs) So it doesn't necessarily mean you will get pulled over. Right, but it's like a warning. It's a warning. Yeah, okay. Okay, Okay, that's good. So how does music play into it? Because are you a musician? I am a musician. Okay, so do you write music? I do. I write all my music. Oh, do you have stuff Mm. recorded? So I wrote an entire album about two years ago. Oh. I made it, completely produced it. And then after I was done, I listened to it. I listened to every track. And I said, I'm not releasing this, and I scrapped it all. So that was about $15,000. Wow. <laughs> wow. Why? Because it wasn't that kind of me- – when I was writing that music, I was really – I would spend days or weeks writing one song. And I thought a lot about it and kind of came up with these stories. And then after I listened to it, I was like, none of this is mine. Wow. None of this really? is my story. Yeah. So I scratched it. I was like, okay, let me go live some life. Let me get inspired. And now every song that I write, I write in about five minutes. And it just kind of comes in. I wrote a song about a month ago that I'm working on with my producer now. I wrote it in my sleep where I had a dream where I – Someone came and they were like, okay, I'm going to sing you this song and I want you to write it down. Mm. So, so did you wow. wake up and look for a pen? Well, no, I, I took out my phone and typed it into the notes and fell back asleep. And then I woke up and looked at my phone. I'm like, whoa, where did this come wow. from? <laughs> Whoever wrote crazy. this is great. Right. Yeah. Thanks so, for this one. So yeah. Someone came in your sleep and said, and sang the song I'm going to sing a song to you. You know, there's wow. quite a few musicians that that's happened to, like Jimi Hendrix, yeah. um, the Beatles. Yeah, Paul McCartney yeah. said that's how they wrote, I think, yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Someone gave him a dream and played the melody and he woke up right away and, yeah. Yeah. and just put it down. Wow. So cool. That's yeah. amazing. Go back Can here. Can please come to me? Hey, careful. Go back to your to the beginning, the first the first music that you wrote. You said that those weren't your words, yet yep. you wrote them. Can it you was, explain it, that a little bit? It wasn't my story, I mm. guess. So I was, you know, like I made up a relationship almost just to oh, make okay. it like a fun oh, pop okay. song. All right, something. yeah. But I never truly experienced it. Oh. So I kind of went and did maybe some shadow work, like got into my past and started creating music that way and telling more, more of my story. Exactly. More authentic. More authentic. Wow. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that, that takes a lot of guts though too 
and to just spend all that money and just say, right. nope, this yeah. is, I'm not reading right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you never know that one of those tracks could make it and, yeah. you know. Or could be for somebody else. Maybe I was they just were somebody else. Right. Yeah. 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 Or it could be for someone else. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. <laughs> I'll let Who's you look through it. I'll let you look through it. <laughs> They're just on the shelf for now. Yeah. <laughs> if you want it, yeah. yeah. Um, so my question is how, when you realize that you had this gift, how did you, like, is, okay, this is just, because I am very into uh, spiritual healing mm-hmm. and, and those kind of, kinds of things. How did you develop your gift? Like, was it something you said, okay, I'm going to meditate or I'm going to practice these different things? Like, how did you say, okay, I have this gift. Now let's, like, really dive into it. Or or was that something that you did? Or is it just something that comes naturally to you all the time and you don't really have to, like, well, clean the pipes, I guess. Right. I, <laughs> a little bit of both, but everything in life takes maintenance. Yeah. So I do meditate, but it's kind of how we were talking about earlier. When you get that weird feeling like, oh, mm-hmm. I should bring my shoes. So the more you listen to your own intuition, mm-hmm. the more mm-hmm. it develops. Okay. And then I, and then you can do it for other people. Yeah. Because I do feel like I'm in a weird, like, spiritual place right now. and But I'm not, I mean, I'm definitely not on your level, but. <laughs> She's been I've saying some... a lot of weird shit that I'm like, oh, <laughs> but like weird she as has? in like that makes way too much sense for you to just like. No. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, but, no, yeah. definitely not like, been like that. Not, not I, really. Well, she has never talked about it openly, mm-hmm. I guess, but yeah. like she's. Like just like a month ago, she's like, "I gotta talk to you when you get out of work," and I was like, Fuck. "I had a, I had a race." And you're like trying to think of like if there was leftovers, okay. yeah, I had, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Yeah. But, so I had a Reiki healing, and then after, and then after the healing, yeah. well, and then so it actually kind of started before then. So I've always been like I've always done yoga and meditation, and mostly because I I started doing it because I used to get migraine headaches all the time. So I started getting these headaches. So I was like, I needed like I was getting them weekly. So I was like, I gotta calm the F down, you know what I mean? Figure out something. So I got into meditation and yoga. And um, so I kind of, after my headaches started going away, I kind of fell off the wagon, stopped doing it. So um, my, one of my really good friends does the Reiki healing. Okay. And so I've been asking her forever. I was like, you know, I really want to do this healing, blah, blah, blah. And like, I've been, I've known her for years now. I've worked for them for a long time. And finally, over the summer, I was like, I really have to have this healing. Like, I just feel like I have to have it. But before then, I was like, when all the crazy stuff was happening with the solar, whatever that was, ha- Venus was in retrograde yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So there was like crazy stuff happening with just our family, just yeah. like weird thing after weird thing. Like, we were all kind of in this weird, like, mm. we were all tripping and falling at the exact same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And that's universal. We're going through an evolution period. Yeah. Right so I was like one night I couldn't sleep. I was like, I think I need to open my chakras. So I didn't really know what that meant. So I went online and I looked it up. It was like two in the morning and I was like, I need to open my chakras for some reason. And then this weird stuff started happening then. And then I went and had the healing and then weird stuff's been happening ever since. So I'm like, I don't know what any of it means, but I'm like, I, I am intrigued by it and I like it. You know what I mean? Reiki has a lot to do with that. I'm a Reiki practitioner too. Um, so you have your seven chakras, mm-hmm. and what happened was you probably opened your crown and your third eye. Yeah, that's what she said. Which is what yeah. – the crown is like your antenna for the universal messages. Your okay. third eye is how we diagnose them. I'm so them. excited right now. So, <laughs> so you had, I have this stupid smile on my face because I'm just like soaking in the information. You, so. <laughs> you definitely had some premonitions and yeah. stuff. When I do um, Reiki work and – when I do any kind of healing work, it's this is an interesting concept that a lot of people can relate to, agree with, and then they're like, okay, whatever, I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like a migraine or any kind of pain, a lot of the times it's associated with um, 
emotional, emotional pain. Mm-hmm. So we have Which I 100% agree with. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you might have a pain in your shoulder, a pain in your hip. Mm-hmm. And what Reiki does and what my intuition can do is I can find who's in there or what mm-hmm. kind of energy is in there that's been attacking you on the pain. So I had, uh, I had a lot of shoulder pain. I was working with my friend who's also a phenomenal Reiki practitioner. And I, before I went to her, I was going to the Cairo three times a week. I was going to massage therapist three times mm-hmm. a week, and I still had this sharp burning pain in my shoulder. And what she, what me and her picked up on was she says to me, she goes, were you in a car accident when you were like 18, 19? I said, yeah, I was on my way to Oakland for school, and I got in a car accident, and I got hit on my side. So that caused a lot of, that caused my shoulder mm-hmm. um, trauma, I guess you could say. And she goes, did you ever forgive the person who hit you? Hopefully she's not listening. Right <laughs> um, and I said, no, I, I guess I didn't think about forgiving her. I was yeah. just more or less happy we were both alive and well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after that, my car was totaled. I had to drop out of college for that semester. Oh, wow. So it was a little wow. difficult, a period. Yeah. And as soon as I went in with the Reiki, I kind of got her energy. And I said to her, I forgive you mm-hmm. for letting this happen. I forgive myself for being in this situation and release that energy. Wow. And now I haven't had any shoulder pain. Wow. Wow. So I do that with yeah. a lot of people because yeah. we wow. might hold somebody that attacked us in different ways. And there's wow. a belief Not that your knowing. body remembers. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that, all that, stored somewhere. It's stored somewhere. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's lot amazing. of chiropractic work. Yeah, and the metaf- and like in the um, the holistic, holistic thing. Yeah. They I know from experiences that they they believe in that that your body oh, yeah. remembers and they wow. can find things and it's the layers. Sometimes they get the first layer, but there's several layers deep right, than, right. Wow. on what they can find. Yeah, so it is really interesting. I've yeah. done some, and that's a lot of my clients that I work with is I I try not to go through the layers. I try to go right to the core. So we'll go and work with childhood trauma traumas and maybe there's a there's always a reason we act the way we do and it could be a reaction from something mm-hmm. that happened younger and that's what i like to work in it it, it does become more of like a life coach mm-hmm. but then it's kind of when we see why this happened to us at a young age now we know why this is happening to us mm-hmm. now once we get to that root then we can move forward in our lives today how wow. did you learn all that yeah through self mm. self work. Mm-hmm. So wow. who did like who did you study? Um, you know I don't have anyone that no. I really mm-hmm. studied. No. Have you gone on and had additional training? Like you said, you've worked with people. Yeah. So you've done some trainings, like for specific avenue, like for specifically for Reiki. You've studied yeah, with I've like studied, other Reiki masters. I studied with Reiki masters. Yeah, on that aspect. Um times where I work as like a medical medium, I definitely don't have much of a medical background. Mm -hmm. But if someone comes to me and they're saying, hey, can you tell me how my health is? I can say, okay, you know, I feel something in your upper abdomen area. Mm -hmm. I don't know what organ this is, but Mm -hmm. there's like an intense feeling or I can feel your heart might be feeling like an AFib kind of thing or whatever it is. And I'll say, you know, I'm not diagnosing you by any means, but go to the doctor and just tell them, hey, you like want to check Pay this attention. out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, well, I, I, I just have this one. I'm looking at you, and you look like you're 12. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, and, and you know. And then, <laughs> that baby face, <laughs> right. man, yeah. And then, too, you know, looking on Facebook and looking at your, um, your, uh, your posts and everything, and it's like, 
how do people, because I had a preconceived, like, I was like, oh, he's going to be like 55 and, you know. <laughs> and so when, when you get your clients, when you first started with your clients, were they like taken aback a little bit because you were younger? Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was hard for them to really trust what you were saying or... Did you get a lot of that, or how long did it take you to get past that? I, it still happens every day. Yeah. Um, I think mostly they come in and then they're like, "Okay, well, this kid looks like he's twelve, but mm-hmm. whatever. I already paid for this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well see what he has to say." Yeah. Um, and then after, it's usually after our session, they're like, "You know, I was really skeptical," and they ask how old I am, and. They're like, you know, you sound like you are in your 50s or you've kind of Mm -hmm. gone through so much. And a lot of it is, I don't know if this answers the question or not, but through meditation and through different things, all the answers that we ever look for are already out there. Mm -hmm. So I don't think age really has to do with it. I know people in their 50s who are, their belief system is still in their Mm -hmm. 15-year-old self. I agree. I also feel like, too, I mean, I don't know, this is just an observation. I know kids are so intuitive. You know what I mean? So to me, just because you're older, I mean, mean, like little kids to me have the the craziest intuition. They They pick up on things that... And they're we honest. like to pretend they're that they're honest. not picking up on. Because, well, right. I don't think that I think that they don't realize that the right. rest of the world doesn't see it that way. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, yeah. so I, I feel like youth, youth, no, it's, it's a backwards way of thinking. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like right. I feel like your right. youth yeah. should be like, True. oh, he's young. He's right. You know. Right. You know, it's right. like almost fear. Like, are you are you fearless? No. No. I definitely. I. I, I enjoy my fear, I guess. You it do? is it is a friend that Ooh, is misunderstood. Yeah. So if I ever feel anxious or if I feel fear, I always ask it, like, why why do I feel this way? Because mm. it's something trying to come out, something of my inner system trying to come out and tell me something. Uh is it intuition or is it something maybe this is a something that I have to work through? So I really I enjoy my fear. That's great. Because yeah. it helps me to become more of an authentic person, mm-hmm. more of a whole mm-hmm. self and move forward into my life. What, wow. what do you find with your clients? Why do most of them come to you? What are they looking for? Re- reassurance, mm-hmm. I would say. A lot of confirmation and reassurance because everyone mm-hmm. does have their own intuition. So it's nice to hear it from someone else. But um, I think a lot come just to know – a lot, I guess that's the best way to say it. A lot of people I come and, you know, they might have never had a chance to say goodbye to somebody that mm-hmm. passed away mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it happened so suddenly and they just want to know they're okay. Mm-hmm. And that That's really what they come for. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is to communicate with somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What mediums do you usually practice? You said you – tarot cards? Yeah, I work with the tarot cards. Um, I generally don't need to, but – it's something that helps make the session go by more accurate and more so we get to what we need to do in the session. And that and I, like I do the scrying, which is my worldly predictions. I have a whole book of worldly predictions that I don't think I ever want anyone to see. <laughs> uh, and then I just, yeah, I just communicate with whoever else is there. And Reiki. Reiki, those are good mm-hmm. things. But. Now, what were you going to school for? For when I was in college, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, economics. 
Really? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't He's like, guys, I, I know exactly yeah. what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. 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 Should right. be a finance major. Right. Yeah. <laughs> do you get people that come in and ask you for lottery numbers yeah, and stuff, stuff like, like that? Yeah. They do. <laughs> um, I have a lot of people that send me hate mail to saying that, you know, I'm fake. And if I really was a, the real oh, deal, wow, right. I could just win the lottery yeah, and uh-huh. do it that oh, way. I'm like, well, they don't understand what yeah. no, they're yeah. doing. Yeah. I was like, one, I never thought about using that for the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a curse in itself. So right. oh, right. you have to use it for good. Yeah. I think you have to use your abilities for good. Right. Because yes. if you put yeah. it out there as bad, then just like a superhero. Well, yeah, and that's right. why, you know, I'm here to help people. So mm-hmm. if I just go and win, try to win the lottery and I do win the lottery, then I'm I'm probably not going to be working anymore. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, be honest. So I, I want. How has this shaped your spirituality? Um, like, as far as like what you believe in and all of that, like doing what you do and you know experiencing the things that you've experienced. Do you identify with a religion? A specific no, religion? No, I don't identify with a religion. Um. I was just saying that to you last night. She really said it yesterday. She's <laughs> yeah. like, I just don't identify with any specific religion. Yeah. No, you know, and I think I think we're all here for a reason. I think we're all connected. I do believe even the earth itself is an organism. And the earth, if you think of the earth as an organism and we're its cells, it's very similar to the human body where we're like our own earth and our cells are actually ourselves. So I guess my – I don't identify with a religion – I guess I would say spiritual, but I think we're really here just to help one another, and that's that's the only purpose. Of that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Have yep. you ever have you ever um, read any of Deepak Chopra's stuff? I've seen skits of it, but I've uh-huh. never. That's what you remind mm-hmm. me of his I, way of thinking. Yeah, that's you know, um, I, I have a lot of people that ask me. You know, what do you think that's going on in the world? And there was the horrible stuff with the Amazon fire and our, mm-hmm. you know, our global warming and everything like that. We need to recycle. I always tell people, you know, it's great that we want to do all that. We do need to do that. But if there's somebody to actually help heal the world, I always say we have to heal the people. Mm -hmm. That's the Mm -hmm. biggest thing. So if you have someone who maybe is a single mother with three kids trying to provide for the family, she's not going to care about recycling. Right. And you Mm -hmm. can't blame her. Right. You can't blame her. So – Let's put in the work to help heal one another, and then the world will heal it. Will be healed from that, right? Wow. And then we really have to start with healing ourselves right. before yeah. we can even start yes. with helping somebody else, right? Let's talk about the YouTube channel now. My YouTube channel, yeah. You just started that, right? I just started that. Yes. Um, <laughs> I have like eighty-three views on it. No, it just uh, started. Start. Yeah. Yeah. After That's today, you'll have 183. Because right. <laughs> I will go on and rewatch them over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Um, it just, honestly, I didn't plan on doing it. It was more of like a rant that I had on in my head. So I was like, let me just go and make this into a video. Because I talk to a lot of clients about this kind of stuff and the forgiveness work. And I go on Instagram live and I talk to people and I do like little one card pools or we kind of go through their stuff that way. So I'm like, let me just make a video in case somebody's going through it at three o'clock in the morning, they can watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I don't know if maybe more will come. I had no plan on doing it. I just woke up one day and I heard in my head, go make this into a video. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. I did. And maybe well, tell us about the first, the first one, the first video mm-hmm. about the, did the you see the, the forgiveness? Yes. 
uh, I probably could have planned it out better, but <laughs> um, I always say, so to heal, when, when we say about healing our world, healing ourselves, what, what does that mean? You know, how do we heal ourselves? How do we heal one another? And I always say it's forgiveness and forgiveness sets us free. And I wrote, I made that video about forgiving the unforgivable wow. where there, you know, no one is promised of a pain-free life and there are going to be bad things that happen to us. But what happens when we truly forgive them is we break, we set ourselves free and we break the cycle for them. So how can you, how can you say if this person harmed me, how do you know that person wasn't harmed when they were a child and mm-hmm. so on and so on mm-hmm. and so on. So by actually forgiving them, we start to break that entire cycle mm-hmm. from all the way back to Adam and Eve, if you want to say. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a good YouTube. Um, yeah. I hope you do more. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. should do more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Um, we're going we're to watch getting that. a signal here, though, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, know, talk, I know everybody here wants hours. a read. I know. <laughs> How can people get a hold of you? Uh, I have my Instagram, which is readings by Artie, uh, my website, my phone number. I don't always answer the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm bad no, on that that's one. That's okay. Just leave your social media. Yeah. 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 That's a good way to. Or YouTube you. channel. My YouTube channel. Yeah. Or just Google readings by Artie, Mount Clemens. Uh, you can book right there. It has all my testimonies, my likes my star reviews and everything and you're about to get a lot busier i'm ready for it it. all right so when's the tv show coming out (laughs) i'm talking to someone about that wow no kidding very good yeah yeah so we'll be your first clients on the show yeah very good exciting that is exciting that is well congratulations on all your success and um so you're talking to somebody about a tv show um you're hopefully going to continue with the YouTube channels and anything else in the works? Any uh, music coming out? I have music. my album that I'm working on, so hopefully that will be out. I want to release it January 1st, okay. 2020. Okay. Nice. Um, oh, we'll uh, have to get them on our guest list yeah. for 2020. Yeah. For 2020. Yeah. A follow-up. Yeah. Definitely. And can you tell us anything about the music? Uh, it started off as punk rock, but it's turning into a little bit more pop. Okay. Pop punk, mm-hmm. I guess there I'd say, go. but I'm just going with it. Okay. Uh, and this is more of my story. And Ooh, there's okay. a lot of plays on spirituality and tarot cards and things like that. Oh, cool. Oh, so, that's awesome. I yeah. Know. Yeah, it's very exciting. exciting. All right. Great and things then, ahead. Thank you. Thank when you, you um, release it, it'll probably be up on all digital on all the platforms. platforms yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, we will do a follow up, though. Yeah. All right. Definitely. All right. Well, this is how we make our predictions. Oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect. okay, so. You toss our cookies, toss and then cookies. whatever way the prongs face, that means that fortune was meant for you. Okay. So. Oh, no, that one's definitely his. This one's meant. This you one's, need to throw again. That one's mine right that there. Where's? Oh, that one's Jeff. Sorry, okay. that one's this fine. one's Jessica's. Ready? Oh. Uh, Jeff, do you have an next one? Uh, no, John Paul. Here, you know that one. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry, you can Paul. keep the fortune. I just want the cookie. Oh, good. Okay. That, that works out perfectly. Yeah. So we share this one. Yeah. Um, what are we ending this? With? Um. Um. I don't know. Intuition. Or no, uh, with readings by Artie. Okay, with readings by Artie. Okay, so I'll start. Your determination will bring you much success with readings by Artie. You will soon be honored with readings by our. Oh, okay. Ooh. 
Oh, be prepared to accept a wondrous opportunity in the days ahead. Oh, greetings, Barry. I feel like that's ours. So you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that one too. That's yeah. true. I there tossed I my cookie over you to you. One so. minute here. Go, Jess. My turn. Yeah. Opportunity will soon knock. When it does, answer the door with readings by Artie. (laughs) Your present plans are going to succeed with readings by Artie. Mine's this weekend will bring you a surprise. Yeah. (laughs) And he saved Artie that. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being here. Nice to meet you. Thank you. We do have Artie's link up on our page. And and we will repost that. We will repost it. All right, guys, thank you so much. You were listening to The Nooner Show. We appreciate your support, and we hope you get inspired to take a leap of faith. Don't forget to subscribe to The Nooner Show wherever you listen to podcasts. You can like us on Facebook and follow us at The Nooner Show on Instagram. And remember, the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking the leap of faith. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Thank you, Gina, Rocky, Nora, John Paul, and Jessica for being here. And we had a wonderful Miss uh, Ellen over there. Ellen, yeah. <laughs> and Artie, thank you. Thank you. Yes, All right. Thank Happy you so much. Day.